What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Misfits of HVAC podcast. How's everybody doing out there tonight? Jennifer, how are you? Hey, Rye. I am doing good. I'm really excited about this guest, so I'm doing great. You guys are going to love him. Excited about this guest as well. Of course, (laughs) we got the same old crowd in the uh, comments there. Thanks, guys, for coming back Saturday night. Check it out. Appreciate it. Without you, it'd just be... You know, Jennifer, I, Jennifer and myself and a random guest just talking. <laughs> so we appreciate it. 100%. So, so Jen, you want to introduce our guest? I would love to. So I got the honor of being in the same energy conservatory TEC training class. So we all went to train the trainer um, a couple of months ago. I can't even remember when it was September. Actually, I went on my birthday Um, and I didn't know who was going to be in my class until I got there. And when I got there, I realized that John Ellis was in my class and John Ellis is absolutely hundred percent the king of IAQ. And you guys will find out why in just a minute, if you don't already know who John is, you're about to know, and you will never be the same after. Hey, John, John, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Glad to be here. And I I hope I live up to the hype. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> of course you will <laughs> so so john yeah go ahead Rob. no no you go you go <clears throat> i was just gonna tell john to introduce himself to those who may not know or already do what do you do what? who are you all right well how long is this show about, a, <laughs> about an hour oh okay um i'll do the elevator version so uh hello everybody my name is john ellis and um i uh have the pleasure of teaching uh, indoor air quality for uh, Daikin Amana Goodman. Uh, when they approached me to create curriculum, I said, I am absolutely your guy, but I will not stand in front of an audience and sell products because that's what everybody else does. It's two days, 16 hours of this. And uh, (laughs) it's uh, building science, building forensics, and IAQ from a mechanical point of view. I built it for the HVAC industry. We take a pretty deep dive, but even that isn't deep enough because uh, I I, I could do 40 hours. But um, uh, that's, that's my passion. I've been doing indoor air quality at a very high level for a very long time. Uh, my clients would come to me with a whole host of uh, compromises like cystic fibrosis, uh, um, COPD, lung transplant recipients, uh, immune efficiencies, uh, oncology, debilitating asthma, Lyme's disease, valley fever, and, uh, you know, uh, garden, uh, garden variety. So um, that's my indoor air quality um, background. Uh, I also am a business coach and field service trainer for the new flat rate. And if anybody doesn't know what the new flat rate is, we are a menu pricing system. We are not a pricing company. We are a software and process development company. And uh, we we build, uh, we've got thousands of repairs and equipment options pre-built. And we use y'all's numbers and uh, coach you along and teach you the process on, uh, on how to, uh, follow our program. Um, one of the other things yes. I get to do is uh, I am a product ambassador, if you will, for uh, Dust Free. And I have spent the last year and a half working with the engineers over there on product development. And we got something ready to drop. And we had a soft launch uh, at Service World Expo in Phoenix, Arizona. And we are doing a full-blown launch at AHR with fanfare and media and everything else it's uh, we can actually show it john we can show it right the um yeah let's go ahead pictures let's pop it up there well the first picture i've got here if i can there we go sorry let me uh (laughs) <laughs> We're all just <laughs> watching Ryan. Drum roll. <laughs> <laughs> so explain it what it is, John. <laughs> oh, we go- have this one. Oh, let's talk about this, John. Uh, okay, so um, I, I am very honored and humbled 
to not only have been nominated, but voted one of the top 25 most influential HVAC instructor trainers for 2024, the class of 2024. <laughs> uh, there are some heavy hitters in there. And just to be in that class is unbelievable. Like Brian Orr and Ty and uh, Gillis and um, just the, the whole bunch of other ones. It's just uh, There's so too many. many. Too many. There's 25, so I don't, I, I don't have them all memorized. But uh, we, we have an, uh, uh, an awards um, kind of banquet coming up in uh, March in Vegas. I'm excited to go. And so what an honor. I mean, I've, I, you know, I really pour my, my heart and my soul into training, and I, I just lo love that. And so it's, it's nice to be uh, recognized. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Definitely deserved too. very well deserved John. I will say as a trainer, a small time trainer, getting to know you in Minneapolis and then watching you since we've connected that way. Um, you've definitely renewed my love for training. That's for sure. You definitely oh. belong on that list. Nice. Nice. And so right, I, I also own a, a consulting business called dynamic air consulting. And what that allows me to do is go in the field and work with families all over the United States and bring contractors with me. I've got a ton of testing equipment for IEQ and building science and um, allows them to hands-on use the tools. We can create a scope of work. And uh, after that, we can go ahead and they have to price it because I don't know everybody's market. And then right. they'll go ahead and present that scope of work to the client. And that's been very rewarding as well. So, yeah, I bet. So I've got um, the uh, so, yeah. other one here. There this we go. So, tell so, us about uh, this, John. This is good old fashioned mechanical filtration. It is a MERV it. 16. We have our ASHRAE 52.2 credentials. Um, our performance data is unbelievable. Uh, the one that you're seeing on the, on the banner here is a three ton version. Uh, up to three tons, and then we've got uh, a larger version that does four and five tons. We're coming in at a 0.15 static drop at 492 feet per minute, and then um, wow. we're getting even loading. We're uh, actually dipping in and removing some PM 2.5. We are using all five filtration methods uh, at, uh, in, in our media. Uh, we are getting anywhere from two to five years on a filter change and Insane. never losing our 98.5% uh, uh, filtration rate. And so, um, so is yeah. that just a, is that an air filter or like a air to air to air exchanger? It, it, it is a, a filter. air just filter. And, um, and it, uh, and, and I, I've installed uh, uh, like like-minded or like uh, filters every way imaginable, uh -huh. and so we are uh, not only we're we coming out with the filter, but we're coming out with transitions, a hanging kit, squared arounds wow. to go on them. I mean, we're we're making this as easy as possible. And if you want to go to a, the next picture, yes, give me a second. I. For some reason, pull the picture up. It goes over to this screen, and then I got to drag it over to this screen. There we go. <laughs> I like it. It's interactive, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so um, that that's what it looks like. Our filters are two and a half inches uh, thick. Uh, again, uh, and, and they've wow. got LED lights in there, so it looks really neat. Um, yeah. Yeah, and and they can be uh, they can this can be installed. Well, you, you have to have room, but we're we're also gonna. Um, we're also going to uh, have an accessory called a smart a smart filter base, and it'll be like a pedestal that the furnace sits on, and uh, yeah. for, mostly for basement sets. And you guys are familiar with basement sets out in your area, yeah, yeah. Yep. And so then the 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 filter will sit and tap into that, and then we'll go up. So you'll have your supply drop and your your uh, return drop be able to tie into it. And Absolutely. Super duper excited. And next picture. I think that's this all the pictures I got. My mind. Oh, okay. Well, I um, sent, here, oh, I did send you the folded up one, didn't I, Ryan? Or did I not? Yeah. So uh, uh, 
this filter comes knocked down in yeah, a box like a little suitcase and you walk into the house and it assembles in five to ten minutes yeah. and, and so um our, our competitors uh, didn't. It come, comes in a big ass box, and yeah. then you got to wrestle it. And so many times you got to disassemble it and to get it in the attic and reassemble it. And so mm, what yeah. this does, it makes it easy for uh, stocking. Uh, we're going to do two point distribution. We've got two point distribution locked up in Canada, uh, United States, and Europe. I love it. And so yeah, that's that all I got. Feature. Cause it's literally like this big, like it's, it literally looks like it could fit in a briefcase. I love right? that about it. Yeah. And that so was definitely uh, keep an eye out. You guys, as wonderful as the filter is when the engineers came up with the knockdown in the box, I geeked out of the box. You know, you see, you, yeah. you buy your kids toys and they play with the box. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was, uh, John. So that, that was important and just making it user-friendly and again, having, having all the accessories like a hanging kit, uh, it'll be with uh, stainless steel cables and uh, having the transitions pre-built, squared arounds pre-built is going to yes. really just make it user-friendly. So very, very excited Absolutely. about that. that that'll be, I love if, it. If, if I retire for a second time, which I think I will, <laughs> um, that, that'll be my mailbox money. Yes. So, so about the new flat rate. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Ryan, because no, you're still on subject. I just wanted to say, John and I were talking a bit before the show, and he was mentioning that he uh, had owned a uh, HVAC company. He was doing HVAC yeah. work. Um, how did you transition from doing just HVAC into IAQ? And that's a great question. And um, so uh, I, this this will be my forty third year in the industry. So mm -hmm. I've I've got some practice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> in, in California, my truck didn't say uh, SoCal Air Dynamics Heating and Air Conditioning. Yeah. It, it said SoCal Air Dynamics Performance Contracting. So okay. I've been doing building performance for and building science for the last 17 years. And yeah. so I was very fortunate to have some great mentors, uh, people that were uh, super proctors and trained the trainers. They were actually writing standards, take me under their wing and teach me building science. So that that was that was a big part of, of where I'm at today. Then um, I was also um, I did traditional heating and air conditioning where I had some service techs. Uh, we did a lot of installation because that's my background. I no, not you, them. <laughs> the chat. <laughs> the chat so needs to wait. I, I've never been a service guy in my life, uh, uh -huh. but I hired great service guys. I made my whole career on the construction side. And gotcha. so I did uh, big uh, industrial, commercial uh, schools, water treatment plants, prisons, hospitals, hotels, uh, th that kind of stuff. Uh, and then, you know, I also did. Uh, like back in the building boom, I probably installed, you know, a couple thousand single family homes. Um, yeah. So, uh, but then I got into the more of the performance side. So I, I became an air balance technician, a HERS rater, a QII, which is quality insulation installation. So I would go and inspect insulation jobs, uh, a building analyst, um, and then uh, also um, system performance, measuring BTUs, sensible latent all the all the fun static pressures yes. um and air airflow and velocity and being able to um um map out airflow in a duct system especially in big uh commercial buildings you need to know where where's the failure and so you would traverse yeah. a duct system in several points and find out what's going on actually in the duct system uh i'm an economizer specialist which that um most economizers across the united states never get commissioned uh, commercial kitchen exhaust hood. So uh, a lot of the big name uh, restaurants in California, I would uh, commission their commercial kitchen and their cooks lines. And so that gave me a really well-rounded um, grasp on the HVAC component. Um, yeah. Then um, I met a gentleman named Gene Sperling and who's, he's no longer with us. He's a, was a mentor of mine. Uh, and he was a respiratory pharmacist by trade, had a degree in pharmacology wow. from the University of Oklahoma. And he left his pharmacy and started doing pharmacy audits. And then he started doing 
in-home um, health audits for for people uh, that were compromised. And so wow. in doing that, we had a relationship with uh, UCLA Medical Center, USC Medical Center, the LA Children's Hospital, several prominent immunologists, oncologists, and allergists in and around Los Angeles and Beverly Hills that would literally prescribe our services to their wow. clients. That's and that awesome. allowed, allowed us to do a, a ton of field work and write papers. And then we started getting, um, and, and because he uh, has a PhD in pharmacology, the HEPA rules didn't account because he can talk doctor this talk. Doctor. And I got That's to sit crazy. in on some of those conversations and I got to talk science with doctors and explain to them what we're doing to a home holistically. And we've yeah. got clients going off medications, increased yeah. lung function. Totally healed. Well, not, not, well, some of them were pretty compromised. Some of them, if they have, you know, respiratory oh, issues that so are caused by their home. Cystic <laughs> fibrosis and COPD, there is not a cure. Yeah. But right. so we look for quality of life. Let's give yeah. them quality of life. Let's get them sustained so they yes. don't get any worse. But when yep. you have people, depending on where they're at in that spectrum, that will be kind of their demise eventually. I know exactly what you mean. I, my mom just passed away from COPD um, last month. Mm. And a lot of her quality of life at the end, a lot of what we were doing was just ma maintaining, you know, a good atmosphere for her to be able to breathe in when she could breathe. So it's definitely huge for these people. And it's bigger than just, you know, is your house poisoning you? It's a lot of it is, you know, fixing any, fixing anything that comes into your house from the outside as well. A lot of people think of indoor air quality as just the indoor air, but it's not just indoor air, is it? So uh, um, no, we, Matt we Waxer are, would like to know this question. Let me get a sec. We are changing environments. Hey, uh, <laughs> right. I just made friends with with Matt. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Hello, He's Matt. He's wonderful. The HVAC doctor. He has a PhD. Can Can you see the comment there? Uh, I, I can. Uh, title okay. 24. Um, so uh, we know that the energy standards kind of start in New York and uh, California, but mostly California and go across the United States. Uh, there are so many states that don't even do HERS standards yes. right now. So Title 24 was kind of a California thing. And so I, I, I'd be hard pressed to see it being adapted in other states. There might be versions and variations of it. Uh, but right now, our Title 24 uh, codes and our HERS standards are um, refrigerant charge, duct test, um, fan watt draw, um, airflow, uh, and also, uh, outside air ventilation. And then, the, right. you know, they've added, uh, the, the, the building air tightness, building airflow standards, they've added that. And so, uh, and a minimum of a MERV 13 filter. And so yeah. most contractors are just lost in it. You know, the, oh, we, we got to maintain a fan watt draw. Then they stick a MERV 13 filter in and they lose their fan <laughs> watt draw. They're not maintaining that. And, and then, you know, and then they struggle to, to meet their standards for duct tightness. And then, and then, the, and especially on existing duct systems, if you have a system that's leaking 400 CFM, uh, but your yeah. refrigerant charge is like probably right there, then you take that. 400 CFM away. Now you lost your refrigerant charge yes, because charge. you don't have enough yeah. airflow. Oh my goodness. It's, um, it, 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 it's, it's a mess. A mess. And, sure. and then, <laughs> then the compliance component is it, it only applies to those people playing above board. So yes. those guys that are doing the right work, doing the, the proper load calcs and manual JDS and T and, and then pulling actual permits. Those are the guys that get stuck um, having to do all the compliance stuff. And, and then the, the, yeah. the, the other guy having to charge more and losing out on bids and the guys flying underneath the radar don't have to do any of it. Right. Let me interrupt and, for one second. Anybody listening to the podcast, that slurping sound you're hearing is Jennifer drinking <laughs> from her Capri sun. Is that so, what that was? Yeah. If you I, don't have the visual of watching it, that sound. I, is I thought maybe your Capri dog was sun licking ASMR. your toes or something. <laughs> nope, that was just me finishing up my little juicy juice. Oh, <laughs> uh, juice box or juice pouch. I'm sorry to cut you Ouch, off. John. You could continue, no, no John. Worries. No, um, 
so yeah, to answer uh, Matt's question, I, 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 there might be variations thereof, but as, as it is right now in, in, in total, I don't think it's going to go anywhere. It would be tough. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. So can um can we do the part I've been waiting for this whole time? Yeah, I was just <laughs> gonna bring it up, but to talking right. to you and with your 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 uh presentation, I mean you kind of feel like a performer in front of a lot of these, you know, people you're teaching, correct? Up on stage, talking IAQ, kind of a performance act aspect to it, right? Well, yeah, and uh and interestingly, yeah, you know, I took a I took a a seminar from a lady named Jan Spence. She's amazing. Mm -hmm. And her, her seminar was called death by PowerPoint. And it changes the way I teach my class. We have activities, we have games, we have worksheets, we have case studies, we have stand up and sit down. And so um, being a student of the craft public speaking, uh, and, and I love public speaking, not just teaching. Uh, you've got like just a few minutes to get an audience, but then yeah. you have to hold an audience. And to do that, you have to perform. So uh, I can, I can. And who get, better to do it? I uh, can get and hold an audience for 16 hours and don't even, don't even. I see why. I, I could go longer. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys. I can see uh, why. Talk about performance and holding an audience. We have something special for you here. This is, uh, I'll let you. It's uh, exclusive. Yep. So enjoy. We've got about three minutes here. So enjoy this. Look at that. Look at that on cue. Now, John, do you want to tell us what we're watching here? What are we watching, John? Um, so this was a, a band that I was in in 1985. And what's it called, John? Valentino. Valentino. What are the odds? <laughs> <laughs> Who can spot John? Tell me in the comments if you see which one is John. Yeah, we're putting it out there. We can... Uh... One of the members of this band is John. Let's see who can nail it first. It's like literally so good. Brian says the singer. Uh, Chris Young says drummer. And Dave Johnsonola says far right. Red shirt, American temperature control. John, you want to go ahead and tell? Okay. So um, wait for it. Wait (laughs) for it. Wait for it. This is me. (laughs) That's awesome. There's John, guys. So good. Do you still play the guitar, John? You, you know, I don't, and I want to. It's time management. Not even in your hotel room at the Moxie? I know, right? That you place. Can go, you can turn this off now. <laughs> I can't get enough. I'm just happy I that can't either. I, can, I go back. I can watch it any time now. Yes. Oh, that's it's awesome. so good. Valentine. Shred. Yeah, you can shred, man. And so a little backstory. um, uh, The drummer, the other guitar player, and myself have been friends uh, since childhood. Uh, We go go fishing and and camping together. So we've known each other a long time. And then uh, we formed, we've been in a couple different bands, but we formed this band. And I, uh, we played every band in Hollywood, uh, including the Troubadour and the Whiskey and the Roxy. And uh, it it was a lot of fun. And a lot of debauchery going on back then, too. Hollywood in the 80s. I Hello. bet. Sure. Uh, but I survived. I'm here. <laughs> we're glad you how, made it, John. How how old were you when you were in that band? I'm guessing early 20s, right? Oh, my goodness. I, I'm guessing late teens. 
late teens with did you see that mustache oh yeah trust me <laughs> trust me my sons have mustaches like that <laughs> I, I i was in my 20s okay you were yeah that's awesome that's awesome it's so good it's so good that it's good like when i when john and i are sitting across the table at manny's steakhouse you know and I've got a picture of a bull with giant balls behind me. And he's like, oh, check out my band. <laughs> I'm like, oh, man, I hope this is good. And sure enough, I was so pleasantly surprised. <laughs> yeah, I'm reading over some of the chat. Brian Sanders says it's Judas Priest-esque. Yeah. Matt Waxter. <laughs> he says, uh, we all want to see John do a surprise uh, shred session at AHR. You got to do it, John. No, that was cool. <laughs> So, so here's a, here's just a little thing that we don't want to get too off on this. Sure, sure, sure. But, no um, so back then, uh, 1985, uh, we did a battle of the bands down in Hermosa Beach, right on the beach, on the Strand, against yeah. 20 other bands, and we what? won. <sighs> and because we won, we got to do two videos. There's there's another one out there. Yeah, I and, saw that um, you didn't too. show me the other. No, I'll I'll send it to you privately. Um, awesome. And so then, um, we practiced for like three months to do this video shoot. This video, believe it or not, is a hundred percent unplugged and lip synced. What? Yep. Uh, yeah. A every note, every drum beat, every word sung was lip synced. Yeah. And no, that's how they no did it back then, right? Well, that's yeah. the way we did it. And it was a three camera shoot, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. I picked up on that. And the only reason I did was the drummer. You could kind of tell he was, you know, yeah, you I could tell tell and I'm a singer. <laughs> Isn't that fun? Uh, Adam from HVAC overtime says, Sorry, let's, I can't do, do enough. let's do a set at the symposium. I'll play bass. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be the lead yeah, Conan, right. Conan singer. Uh, Adam, Adam was in a band for a while too. <laughs> yes. Yep. A good yep. one as well. That's it's something awesome. about HVAC and music. They just, they go together like peanut butter and jelly for some reason. <laughs> so, oh, here's a good your... question. Here you go, Ray. Ask John his other famous spotlight, American Temperature Control asks. Oh my goodness. Gosh. <laughs> it's all about you, Johnny boy. Okay. Uh, <laughs> only because you asked. <laughs> <laughs> So um, when I first got out of, out of uh, high school, um, I rode a skateboard professionally for the Pepsi skateboard team and Vans tennis shoes. And uh, mm -hmm. it was skate safe and have a Pepsi day. And uh, that was like the late 70s. Yeah. And back then they were paying me like 25 bucks an hour to go ride my skateboard. And I did shows everywhere. And I did a lot of, um, a lot of tricks. Now, on flat ground, but I could also skate the ramps and pools. And because we would do a show at every skateboard park in California, they gave me a membership. So I had a membership to every skateboard park in California. And oh, so awesome. that I was love uh, this so much. That was something I got to do. And again, I'm very blessed and it was fun. And, you know, you just uh, had the best life. And then so that led into. So another thing I got to do is uh, so my wife. Um, it has been an actress uh, for 24 years, SAG-AFTRA. She's been in a bunch of stuff like like Glee, Mad Men, This Is Us, A Star Is Born, and it goes on so and nice. on and on. And then um, so when, we, uh, when I sold my business and we moved out here to New Mexico, they do a lot of filming here. And so um, we weren't here but two weeks, and they had this uh, a thing come up. My wife's just like, hey, they need a couple background. You want to go do it? So we went and did it. That's and then so romantic. Shortly after that, they were filming a movie out here, uh, not kind of out in the middle of nowhere in Roy, New Mexico. And it's called The Great American Sausage Heist. <laughs> and it, it's dark comedy, and they address everything homophobia xenophobia bestiality uh, <laughs> racism i gotta watch this oh, oh, oh yeah my life without the, seeing this uh, uh, they have a guy that gets taken by a horse just saying <laughs> but we were what they we were called what they call core background so we were the townspeople and yep. so 
we were like in every scene throughout the movie you could see us amazing, except though. that one scene i didn't want to ask <laughs> you opted yeah, out thank god <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah i've been on uh, better call saul twice oh and, i love uh, that show yeah oh my gosh what, oh what my episode gosh. i'm gonna have to find it's this. uh episode season five episode 10 really i'm gonna read yeah. did you know this john <laughs> what i tried out for the great american sausage fest adam <laughs> that doesn't that doesn't sound too far-fetched <laughs> <laughs> <John>. tmi <laughs> oh my god that was a good one so going on from there yeah and, and then um my uh right before COVID hit my my buddy that uh got me into the reenactment so so i moved from california to here i never owned a pair of boots or a cowboy hat in my life and now <laughs> i've got several pairs several hats i've got spurs i've got an 1851 navy issue colt 44 caliber black powder sidearm and uh, you got to post a picture on the mystery. I've got, I've got uh, a genuine duster, the ones that have like the wax in them. So they, or the yeah. oil to bead off water and bead off water. And <laughs> I was going to say, who's water? <laughs> What's his uh, last name? <laughs> but, but anyway, my, my buddy says, Hey, they're filming a movie. I am in charge of, uh, the background you want to come and do it's like absolutely anything for you so my wife and i got to dress up i've got uh crocs with spurs absolutely <laughs> have you seen the croc Crutes. cowboy boots they're, they're yeah. fantastic but um showed up in crutes so we we do this movie and it's uh it's called apache junction and uh trace atkins yes, is in I it i saw this actually and um so i'm um i i'm i'm core background but we're getting close to COVID and some guy didn't show him. They said, John, you want to be in the shootout? I'm like, dude, Hell that's yeah. all I ever wanted to do. And right. so um, I, uh, they, they, they stick a period correct double barrel shotgun in my hand with, with blanks, of course. Uh -huh. And so uh, um, I come running out of the barn and I post up. Meanwhile, the main actor comes running out of the saloon and he ducks behind the water well and he comes up and he's he's shooting his, his six shooter. Meanwhile, my friend is down and they show him empty his gun. He empties his gun, right? I crack off two barrels, break my shotgun, throw the shells, start running for the for the it. train depot. And meanwhile, the guy comes over, kicks over a hay bale, and shoots my buddy point blank. So meanwhile, I'm up at the train depot and I come out from around the corner and I take two more shots. He lights the the good old proverbial stick of dynamite, right? Oh, yeah. Lights the dynamite and throws it and blows me up. And so here's the funny part. They didn't give me knee pads or anything to fall on. So I just kind of like lay down. It's it's hilarious. <laughs> oh, man. You know, I, I actually I saw it and it's good. He's, John's being too critical. It actually is good. It looks legit. Okay. You know, I took some shrapnel and so maybe I was just kind of... <laughs> trying to soften the blow but uh, yeah you're just recovering so if, if i don't do anything else ever again uh, i'm i'm complete that was a fantastic experience oh, i'm sorry guys i just cool. have to address this because brian is so right there is nothing in this world that makes me thirstier than a capri sun and i just want that to be known you're not the only one brian anyway oh we might as well address this one too jen had to go poop we knew that was coming right <laughs> <laughs> I told her to take care of that before we start the show. <laughs> I don't um, listen. <laughs> yeah. So, John, I, your hat, uh, HVAC tactical hat. It says correct? HVAC virtual learning campus. Okay, it's not. Gonna, it's different. It's super, I, super close, though. I was going to ask what it said, because, uh, but that's cool. Virtual so there's, learning um, campus. Interplay is, mm -hmm. um, is a company that does virtual stuff. With the headlights, headlights, the headsets, and oh, they have yeah. a complete curriculum for young techs to put on the sets, right? And like grab uh, an ampobe and take the two leads and go and test the electrical. And so that's that like augmented an, reality, like the Oculus, right? Yes, strap yes. that thing right on. And, and, and so, yeah. and then they they've got them where they can hook up gauges. Uh, as a matter of fact, I I, I think. Uh, Jim might be working 
with them on some things too. Um, that that's in the rumor mill. I don't know for sure. So excuse me, Jim, if I spill the beans, I just heard maybe, <laughs> but, um, it, it's kind of cool. And then what that is, is, uh, no, no one's going to get electrocuted or blow a finger off. And it yes. just kind of gives new guys a little or cost people money or cost people money. Yeah. Or blow, you know, blow out a compressor, but, uh, <laughs> and it's kind of neat. And so there's, there's a place for that. And, and in that, in that world, we also created a virtual conference room. And so we, as in the new flat rate, have a virtual store. Yes. And so during this, this, this. kind of came to life during COVID because everybody was Zooming. And I, yeah. and so how many times can you Zoom? Right. Yeah. And so they would have people come up and you create an avatar and they would go up on the stage and we'd all be sitting around. And you could walk over and actually, if, if your avatar was there, Jen or Ryan, yep. I could walk over and we could talk to each other and hear each other. Yep. And yeah. then the, the it's speaker, like a virtual, an augmented reality world universe. Yeah. It's awesome. But then uh, at, during the break, you could walk over and go into the new flat rate store and somebody would be in there waiting for you to talk to you about our products and services. Hmm. And so that, that was kind of A real person. Too. Yeah. So the new uh, flat well, rate, an, you guys. An avatar. Yes, right, right. It's a like, person like the metaverse. with an avatar. Yes, yeah. just like that, but only metaverse? within this conference room. Yeah. yeah. So that the metaverse is going to ruin humanity. It's it's terrifying. You know, they yeah. already have a stock market really? where you can spend real money in your fake world. <laughs> so you go to work all day, you come home, you put your headset on, you spend all your money in your fake world, buying fake Nikes and paying a fake mortgage and buying fake stocks. And then you take it off and your fridge is empty and your lights are off and, and your you, eviction and notice your real, is on the door. Your real bank account is empty. <laughs> exactly. That's all right. It's just put genius. It, just put it back on. Right. I'll just, I'll just stay <laughs> in here. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be like that movie Gamer where everybody's running around and they're either prostitutes or they're in prison and they're like killing people to get out. You know, if you haven't seen Gamer with. Yeah, you, um, you've got my attention. Face there. Oh, my God. It's so good. It's um, the guy from, you know, P.S. I love you and such. I always forget his name. He's the Irish guy. Hmm. Anybody hmm. in the chat, somebody tell me what his name is. Um, but anyway, he is a prisoner and he it's it's one of those, you know, uh, dystopian worlds where we're basically living within a virtual universe. And then there's people like on the outside that are having to do really bad things to pay their bills. So his wife is a, a virtual prostitute and there's this big, nasty dude like controlling her and it's a whole thing. So he's trying to get out of prison. And if he kill, if he stays in for however many rounds of this killing death, like tournament, then he can get out of prison. And so that's what, what it's about. And it's really good. But I anyway, John, moving John on. was in the background of that movie, wasn't he? <laughs> he had to. He was, yeah. I, I was the pimp. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right. Anyway, carry so the on. new flat rate. Let's talk about the new flat rate. So you guys that don't know what the new flat rate is. I didn't either. John told me about it. Um, and since then, I've gotten some packets from them. I've talked to them on the phone. I have done some research because it's really interesting. So for the first time, correct me if I'm wrong, I believe it's the first company to do this, John, um, inclusively anyway, there is a program now where you can get a flat rate for literally every single service, part, you name it, in not only HVAC, not only um, IAQ, but in all of pretty much building science, right, John? Yeah, so our, <laughs> our main categories are plumbing, electrical, and HVAC service. And, and you know, those are all service. Uh, with, within the plumbing and electrical, they also can um, uh, uh, sell services like install water heaters and different things. And uh, it, But in the HVAC equipment, it's more central, centered around HVAC equipment. Uh, right. and, and then... Um, and then I, uh, I had the pleasure of building the very first and only building science and IAQ menu pricing system uh, module within the new flat rate. And uh, yes. we've, got, uh, we've got guys out there using it, and uh, it's pretty amazing. Look, and, so uh, I have I ask, some of the listing. Go ahead, Rye, because no, I, no, I might have the answer. New flat rate, this is, just, is this a program you sell to a company and they follow the – yeah, so um, method. It, it it's it's app based. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, and so you have gotcha. to you you have to buy in you know you have to buy a subscription or a license if you will. 
Gotcha. And um, it is a it's process driven, and we are fully scripted from the time the CSR answers the phone to the technician knocks on the door, gets through the call, gets in front of the customer, presents a menu. So traditional flat rate is good, better, best, and who, depending on what right. CRM you're using, you still have to build it. You still have to yes. bring them over and build your good, better, best. But as um, our analytics shows and history. Uh, shows that most people will throw out the top and the bottom exactly. and that then there's only the one middle. left. That's still not a choice. You're yep. stuck with one. With one. Um, so right. millions of dollars are exchanged hands <laughs> every day in the food service industry. You go to a restaurant, they greet you, they sit you down, they hand you a menu and say, what should we do? Mm. And the, yep. the waitress does not have to be a salesperson. Exactly. Most service technicians didn't get into this trade to be a salesperson. So we've taken that away. All they have so to much. do is do what they do best. And that's diagnose and fix stuff. Yep. And they have to follow the process, get, get through a few lines of scripting, be able to choose the right repair in the menu. And we've got five options and get in front of that customer and say, Hey, you know what? I took a look at your problem. And I'm a little concerned. I did yep. find a fault in. Hey, but don't worry. I've got several op options to take care of that today. Would Absolutely. you like to go through them now? Yes. And then so our process also um, incorporates um, verbal packaging, linguistic psychology, and um, how words are spoken and how words are received, your cadence. Yep. Your, your posture, eye contact, of all of that is, is built in to our process. And then we start with our top option, which is obviously going to be our most premium and our most permanent, really allows us to take our time and do a great job and uh, give you a better warranty. Uh, as a matter of fact, it allows me to address all my concerns. Uh, mm -hmm. If we do that, I will do a complete voltage enhancement rejuvenation. You know, that comes with a two-year limited warranty and a one-year safety inspection because we here at Dynamic Air believe that safety is no accident for you and your family. It's a top priority. <sighs> wow. And if I we agree. do that, I I'm going to do this, John, and play that, it to all my customers. And the other thing, and it's going to be $1,989. Now, Only. people say, John, how can you charge $1,989 for a capacitor and sleep at night? You're a crook. I said, I'm not. I'm charging that amount of money for a platinum package that includes a capacitor. And you know what else it includes? A coil cleaning, surge protection. Hey, that magnetic contactor looks pitted. It's going to take that. I'm going to put shaded, uh, shielded spade connectors on everything. I'm going to redo all the wiring. I'm going to make that thing shiny for Clean that it amount up. of money. Because Clean it up. I'm, make it safe. I'm right. here. Hey, but don't sure. worry. We we do have other options. We do recommend a bronzer hire. You know, if you can. What should we do? And then whoop, shut up. Let them make a choice. Sixty percent of people. Genius. Sixty percent of clients, if only given the opportunity, will choose something above the basic repair. And yeah. you know what? If they only choose a basic repair, that's okay. It's what y'all been charging anyway. Exactly. That's where we this start. Is so mind blowing. I can as a business owner, like I have done so much research and I've talked to so many people at the new flat rate at this point since me meeting you in Minnesota, Jim, and I'm going to go for this. I'm not big enough <laughs> per se to go for it just yet. But after this winter, I, that's it. Like I, I want this to embody, I want to embody this in my company. And I just well, believe in it so, 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 so much. We specialize in smaller companies. Really? You know, that's, that's that our wasn't jam. the air I was getting from the people I talked to. But well, maybe they were, you know, not wanting yeah. me to know that. No, no, <laughs> we, we, we specialize in that because our passion is to see you grow. Now, yeah. don't get me wrong. Uh, um, next week, I have, a, um, I have a meeting in Albuquerque with a company that's got 80 trucks. Yes, so we, exactly. So we can, we can do the full spectrum. So did you hear yeah. that, what I just said? That was a script. Did it sound like a script? I know. I can hear it. I can hear it because I'm used to salesy people. But when John says it, it doesn't sound so salesy. Right. 
So that's that's where we're at. We can we show two hundred and fifty to three hundred and fifty dollar increase per service ticket on day one. Uh, we work with uh, we work and coach people. I get into their books and to help them figure out you know what their billable hours should yes. be, what their minimum ticket should be, where their profit margins are. I talk to contractors don't even know how much it costs to put a truck in the driveway for an hour. Yeah, they yep. they don't know. And I'm like, well, we need to start there. Yeah, well, you What's need to it? know <laughs> you know, just so we can. And and lately, my jam has been uh, maintenance. Uh, I've been speaking. I, I spoke at Service World Expo on maintenance agreements, and I've spoke uh, at a few different places, even the symposium about having a profitable maintenance agreement. And right now, our industry yes. doesn't get it. You know, yeah. we're doing $240 for two visits. That's $120 a visit. It costs $250 on average to put a truck in the driveway. We just lost half. Yep. And then we're burning them. Yep. We're burning them. And, and exactly. And that's a golden opportunity. I went, I did a ride along in Dallas with a company, went out with the maintenance tech. I said, Hey, I got this one. Went through the script perfectly. It's a little different than the one I used, yep. but the guy, I said, Hey, you mind showing me around? And, and, and so he shows me his air handlers and we go outside and we're going through, he had three systems. Excuse me. He, we get to the last system. And he goes, you know what? I know we probably need to replace these things. They're getting kind of old. And I said, yes, sir. 22 years old. And he goes, I just need some more time. I took that and I put it in my pocket. We went through the, we went through the call. We found several things that needed uh, some attention. And I said, Hey, Mr. Homer, do you got a minute? So we went through your maintenance and everything's running pretty good for the age and condition it's in. And remember you said you needed some more time where this is where we're going to be able to do that for you. I found a fault in and he spent $5,000 with us to keep wow. his equipment running, to buy him more time. This yep. was, this was nine months ago. They've already replaced two of the systems, right? They've already replaced two and they're looking to do the third one right after the first of the year. John, do you want a job, <laughs> another job on your job, job, jobs? What do you got in mind? <laughs> um, just come here and do that. You do that and I'll go fix shit. <laughs> Look, Val said so too. Sold. <laughs> yeah. I love so, it. You guys, a lot of I hope you're all taking notes and learning right now. So part, part of my job though, is um, when I come out to the company and we get in the books, you know, I, um, I'll do a mystery call with the CSR, see how they're handling a call. Um, but then I put on a uniform and I go get in the trucks and go run service calls with the guys. I, I love, love that. that. I absolutely love that. There's other guys I definitely doing need that. to set that up. J Jason Walker here. does that a lot. Um, I, I like yeah. him. He's a cool guy. I like too. Jason too. I like to fuck with Jason a lot. You, you got to imagine <laughs> though, when you, when you go out to a company and do a ride along with one of their techs, they're probably put, putting you with their best. Nor most normal right. guy, right? Most normal. Yeah, because I've, I've I've seen some HVAC <laughs> techs out there, and I was like, you probably don't want to scare yeah, off no. John Ellis by putting him in the truck with freaking, you know. <laughs> Imagine J Dub Moneymaker in there I with could, Chuck uh, in a truck. <laughs> I, I could tell some stories, but yeah. uh, no, they usually put me with the people that need the most help. Okay. Yeah, I would hope that. I would hope that because that is the best placement of their money. Yeah, right. and I I usually yeah. spend five days with them, so I try to get a little time with everybody. Depending on you know, I went I went out with the company. Yeah, they kept me there for two full weeks, so so I could have time with every every tech. Uh, he says, take, take her money. money. <laughs> He's not selling to us guys. Abort, abort mission. <laughs> well, yes, let me be clear. This is not a sales pitch. I'm just kind of letting you guys know what's out there because you asked. I'm. It's not a sales pitch at all. No, but if you're so. interested, we can have a talk offline. Well, That's Val a... is interested. <laughs> That's... He says, every time I speak or listen to John, I feel like I need to buy something. <laughs> so now, true. Wh what part of the country have you traveled to to help a company that you really just enjoyed the area? You know, like, yeah. The... That's um, a really good question, Ryan. I, I spent a week in, um, uh, not Boston, but right there by Boston. Yeah, Boston area. Yeah, that was kind of cool because um, we got to go to Boston and do the sure. the history Trot, thing. Trot and, to Boston. Yeah, so that was that was kind of cool. Uh, Minnesota is always uh, I got a, a 
a company I work with in uh, Anoka, which is the Halloween capital of the world. Beautiful area there. Um, I believe one of our chat members lives there, actually. I nice. can't remember which one. I'll find out later. But yeah, I think so. Yeah. So that's 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 a beautiful area. Yeah, that's all. I and I've I've then <laughs> I have to mouth okay. the people on the Did, podcast. I must have here. struck a nerve. I was <laughs> only there for a week and I It's you know, actually I ate me. The, I ate the crab cakes. <laughs> I ate the crab cakes. Need to go work with a company in Hawaii, you know. Yes. Oh, oh my god, have you that's seen been eluding those me. ads? That's been eluding me, so I'd love the to. The ads are like 150 a year, and like we'll know. relocate you. We'll buy you a five-bedroom house. <laughs> yeah, I've not seen the ads, huh? <laughs> right. um, I'll send it to you, right? I work okay. with a company down in Del Rio, Texas, right on the not border. That's like ground zero for all the problems that we're having at the border, and it's it's yeah. a very impoverished area. And I go out there and ride with those guys, and and they do very, very well, yeah, very yeah. well. Yeah, it's so, crazy. Uh, it really is. It is not about. And this is the one thing that I did learn from J Dub. So J Dub and I started out as um, mortal enemies because I called him a crook in public several times, um, and I told him that he should be encouraging people to repair this equipment and not to sell new equipment after three years. So anyways, we got into it, but now we're really good friends. I've been on uh, Masters Hustle a couple of times. We're super, super close. You know, um, you, you, bring, you bring up a valid point. And so yeah. our, our, our platform's based on honesty, integrity, common sense. And that's the thing, yeah. And, and when and a system needs to be replaced, it that's does. one thing. But we are headed into some tricky times. Every sales across the border down, and I know this because I'm with Dyke and Amanda Goodman, and and, and I'm yeah. they've been sharing some of their analytics with me, but um, uh, and, and all the people I work with, but sales are down a good thirty percent from the wow. pre the previous year on, on new equipment, and and wow. so we're headed. Uh, inflation's not going away. We're headed into an election year, um, and and people are. Um, nervous they're sure. losing their proverbial shit and and so they're not going to be as friendly uh, about buying new equipment and so yeah if you have if you have a wheel and it's three spokes right you've got um you've got uh replacement and you've got service and then you have maintenance in an in yes. an up economy or a strong economy uh your service will come down a little bit and kind of uh, kind of level off, Plateau. but your yeah. new equipment will go up. Well, right now with sales going down, like that maintenance guy I did, Hey, I need some more time. Your service tickets are going to start to climb. The yes. one constant is the maintenance. And mm -hmm. that's why that has been my jam. You know, I people, agree. people say, Oh, well, you know what, when I, when I go to sell my business, they're going to look and see that I have 2,400 maintenance agreements and they're going to place a lot of value. I'm like, eh, not so fast. It ain't like that yeah. anymore with private equity right. coming in. They break your company down, departmentalize it and start looking, Hey, your install crew is pretty profitable because they're, they're, you know, they're firing on all cylinders are doing good. Right. Your service department's doing great. They're making money. Your sales team, it's doing good. Their numbers are good because they're feeding your install team, right? Yep. And then we've but got the maintenance, maintenance which is the the hundred pound, five hundred pound gorilla in the room that's hemorrhaging yes. money. Yep. That but it's the number one most important part of your whole company. Yeah. For all of those other areas. They are, but they should. That department should be able to stand on its own. If it's yep. hemorrhaging money and losing money, here's a couple things. We'll write it off as a loss leader and sweep it under the marketing rug, if you will. Yep. Right? I don't care where you sweep it. I, it doesn't matter to me. You're losing money. And yep. so I've got that, that same company in Minnesota. I've got their maintenance department almost catching up to the service department in revenue. That's amazing. I love that. I yep. love that. I'm a maintenance with, hero. With, so. with honesty, integrity, and common sense. And See, that's all having I ask. A, having a process. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. John always gives me so much to think about. Yeah. <laughs> always, after I talk to John, I'm like, wait. <laughs> so um, let, let's let's hone in on. Uh, are we good on time? 
yeah. We have five minutes. Oh, well, I have five go. minutes. I have okay. five minutes. So um, the my indoor air quality class um, is all encompassing, and uh, we 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 go into uh, pollutants and microbials and gases and vapors. We go into uh, knowing how to read uh, a certified industrial hygienist report. We go into the basic fundamentals of HVAC, which I call my big six, and that's uh, um, uh, uh, thermal comfort, humidity control, ventilation, filtration, pollutant identification and source control, and building pressures, and you know, building the building science part. And then, then I take it into here's some case studies uh, on actual jobs I've done, and I and I let guys like create a scope of work, and then we we share it, and mm-hmm. then I go into the sales component on how to have the conversation with your customers and how to sell it, and so it's it's all encompassing. But my process is three steps, and it's IAQ indoor air quality investigate, analyze, and quote. You have to do all three. You have to do them in that order. You can't skip any of the steps. Our industry right now, when they hear indoor air quality, go right to the quote because they've got a product just looking for a problem. Exactly. Instead of having the problem looking for a product. We should be more concentrating on solutions for specific problems that are unique to every client and every home. Absolutely. And, and then we're our, our industry is so laser focused on selling equipment and we want to sell equipment and sprinkle a little bit of IAQ on top. Yeah. But I say focus on indoor air quality and let's and sprinkle a little equipment in there and the equipment comes. It really does come. Absolutely. Yeah. I feel a change coming, John. I really do. I feel like, I feel like this has gone on for so long the way that it's going and there's so much more knowledge and so much more education out there now and so many more people like you and hygienists, like you said. And I, I really think that people are going to start, especially just average Joes, you know, it's no longer just for hospitals or, you know, elderly homes. Now it's for the average person with their home. They can actually have a, a clean, healthy home as far as indoor air quality goes. And yeah. I, I feel a change coming. We're changing environments. Yes, we, we, we really are. So, uh, so let, Outlaw has a question. Where can I get this IAQ info? So where can, basically, where can um, everybody follow all the stuff that you do, John? Because really, every all of it is, is sure. relevant for all Absolutely. of us. If you Google John Ellis and IAQ, a lot of my uh, previous um, podcasts and um, what I, the one I taught at Brian Orr, his is up there. Um, my class is offered through Daikin at the HVAC Learning Campus. Um, but if you wanted to put out my, my, I'm okay, give everybody my number and give them my email address. I can get okay. you dialed in and get there. you going on a direct, in a direction you need to go. So, um, and John is definitely the one to talk to about that, guys. I don't have any direction when it comes to this at all. I'm learning from John. So definitely reach out directly to John. Um, his, his, Facebook is John Ellis. Do you have any other social, John? Uh, my, I, I have my uh, company page. It's Dynamic Air Consulting. Yep. And uh, I, I try to get on there periodically and post. A, it's a lot of information and articles. Definitely follow uh, that, you guys. Yeah, and I do a lot of third-party and peer review on some of the smoke and mirror stuff that's out there. Yes. So, um, yeah, I saw a couple. We, we can be profitable in this and really do right by our clients. My average IAQ ticket when I had my company in California, 70K. That's my average ticket. My largest job to date is 1.4 million. And I've done several in the one, two, three, four hundred thousand dollar range. What kind of building was the million? Um, it was schools. Oh, that's, that's actually a really good market to get into. But uh, the oh, fact yeah. that anyone cared about those schools is actually even more baffling. <laughs> well, it was, it was actually a pilot study and I beat United Technologies for the contract. Woohoo! That's amazing. And we, we all know who that is. Yes. Yes, we do. Yeah. <laughs> no need to air it. Wow. Yeah, guys. So go <laughs> check out John Ellis, Google him. I did before he came on the show and there was a whole list of places you can see and and uh 
Good stuff, John. Awesome. When, when I know it, I have some classes coming up around the, yeah. the, the, the nation, I'll push them to you and you can put them out. Sure. Please do. Please do. do. Remember, and anything you ever want to share on the Misfits group, please do, John. You are a member in that group as well. Do you remember the ad campaign for that beer, the most interesting man in the world? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think John Ellis may have just taken over that role because you're a oh. very interesting man. Uh, I enjoyed talking with you. I'm happy that you came on the show. Uh, guys, everybody out we there can in fill the chat. Ten of these. Yeah, John Ellis, he's the man just on the band video alone. Uh, but then there's <laughs> all that other stuff. So awesome. Yes. Well, I appreciate Thank you guys. Thank you so much, John. And uh, guys, I got a new outro. So thanks for watching <laughs> and we'll see you on the next show. Rock, rock, rock.